Blog Talk Radio. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Delivering the truth and exposing the lies. Join Russ and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. think you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRosier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> hmm We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Yeah, Ryan. We air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 1030. Uh, Right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. 
Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some childrens. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% dolts and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually, but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that do not exist. So he wants to work for the IRS. Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fuss budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you dolts and something that cares who will let us get away with it. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here in uh, here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody for finding us. Today is Wednesday, so we'll have Joanne Moretti joining us here in just a minute. And if you out there in Radio Land have something you want to share, the number here is 319. I'm sorry, 319. 319- 527-6208, and just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So let's go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Joanne, uh, welcome in. Hey, find my hello, 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 everyone. There we go. How you doing, Proof? Hello again. It's nice to have you. I'm always happy when it's Wednesday. Oh, well, thank you very much. I love my Wednesdays, too. I almost called out. I wrecked my back, but I I can't call out. <laughs> See, I thought the same thing. I, I've, uh, I've had migraines almost every day for the past 10 days. My uh, uh. We have a we have a Doberman that's uh, just over a year old, and she headbutted me pretty good last week. Oh. And... Some days I'm fine. Other days I, I could feel it. And uh, the last thing I want to do is go to a doctor to start another paper trail on this one. 
Uh, I've been trying to find the right essential oil combination, and uh, I don't know if there's much you can do on on. Uh, I don't know if she gave me a concussion necessarily, but it it still stings. You know, she might have triggered some um, nerve pain or disc pain in your neck that's causing the migraines. That's actually kind of what causes mine. I get cluster headaches, but I have degenerative disc disease in my neck and my back. And, you know, I did something stupid, Proof. I was washing dishes, and I turned to the left. Next thing you know, I got this pain that shot right through my body. It went all the way up into my brain and down into my toes, and I went down on one knee. Turns out I fractured a vertebrae. I just twisting, but because my discs are so messed up and ruptured and degenerated and everything, it must be bone on bone. And just the pressure of turning to the left, I fractured a disc. And I didn't even find out until after 5 o'clock on Monday. I had gone to the doctor Monday and I got an x-ray. And um, I went home and went about my business. And then right just at 5 o'clock, they called and said, by the way, you have a fractured vertebrae and you have yeah. um, my spine's not aligned because my discs are so bad that my vertebrae are just falling all over the place. Explains an awful lot. But with the degenerative disc disease, even if you injured yourself when you were sledding when you were a kid, could cause this. But it causes migraines really bad too if you got it up in your in your cervical area. Yeah, for me, I don't know what it is. Uh, I I just know some days I feel it and others I don't, and I'm still trying to understand it. Yeah, it might be coming from your neck. Put some traction up on there. You know, just even if you put like a a collar around it or roll up a towel and Mm -hmm. just rest it around your neck just to take some of the pressure off. You know that those things that you wear on the airplane to people yeah, use them around pillows. your neck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, try wearing one of those for a couple of hours. See if that takes any pressure off. What's your weather like over there? Well, actually, it was 70 degrees today as a high. All right, so it's not a low pressure, so that's that's not it. Yeah, sometimes it's low wind. pressure. Sometimes when it's windy... My sinuses could go crazy, but there's no wind. It was a very, the last few days, it's been really nice. Yeah, sometimes if there's a low pressure over you, that could trigger a migraine, too. Even just, you know, bad eyes can trigger a migraine. You know, sometimes you get those those optic, ocular, um, or ocular migraines. It doesn't cause any pain, but your eyes get wavy. It's like you're looking at a waterfall. That's... That's part of a migraine, too. Yeah, part of my thing recently is I've started weaning myself off of my glasses. Oh. That has nothing to do with this, but uh, my eyesight was actually getting better, and I'm not, I decided that I'm going to try to to see how far I can get this to to go uh, before I have to, before I have to give in and get glasses. Because my eyesight is better than what my glasses are now. Oh. Were you nearsighted? Uh, I was, uh, back a a few years ago, I was at at minus 425. And my glasses are at minus 275. And and these are, I'll put them on to drive at night. 
but outside of that, I, I prefer not to wear them because I feel like I could see better without them than with them. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes people's eyes do improve with age, you know, especially if you were nearsighted as a kid, because as you get older, you well, know, Well, I was working vision. on that last year, or not last year, but off and on for the past nine years when I when I lost all that weight, I uh, there, there's certain uh, there's certain uh, supplements and, and herbs that you can use to heal your eyes, and then there's there's certain eye exercises that you can do as well. And I'm I'm not religious about it, but I do it enough that I see a, a, a small difference. So that's why I'm saying I'm not going to go get glasses that are probably I'm probably at like either minus 200 or minus 225. So uh, I, I'm, it's not, it, it's not that bad. So uh, I'm at that I point have an where, eye appointment tomorrow. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Okay. What, what um, supplements and vitamins are you taking for your eyes? Uh, well, I, I take that, those uh, organic sulfur crystals at MSM. Uh, there's also Eyebright that I mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Billberry, B-I-L, Berry. Mm-hmm. I'm writing these as you're saying them. No, I know. <laughs> you and, know then I, I've, and then I've just always, uh, actually, you know what? I forgot to take my, uh, I, I usually have my vitamin, uh, my vitamin regimen uh, with dinner, and I completely forgot, so... I'll have to do that while we're here. But okay. the rest of the stuff is just like zinc and, and stuff you're supposed to take anyway. But the, yeah, the three that I gave you. D. And maybe L-lysine might be good, too. Uh, I, I do take that. Spell that. L-L-Y-S-I-N-E. So th- this is stuff that you could research, and there are clips on, on YouTube and or Rumble on this, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know if most doctors are going to tell you about it. Yeah, no, there's there's no money in curing things. Right. The goal is to keep you sick, to keep the money flowing. You know, that's why when you look at a commercial on television, it says, okay, take this for your psoriasis. And then really fast and soft at the end, they say, may cause diarrhea, constipation, heart palpitation, shouldn't be taken by nursing mothers if you're pregnant or plan to be pregnant, talk to your physician and causes blood clots and high blood pressure. And so, but your skin will look good in your casket, I think. Unless that's a side effect. Right. Yeah, but it's supposed to clear up your skin, and in the meantime, it destroys your liver, your lungs, your your heart, your pregnancy, everything. You know, nursing mothers shouldn't take it. You poison the kid. Could cause harm or death to a newborn, you know, all that stuff. Right. Yeah, no, I don't think, you know, one of the side effects is death. Maybe you should reconsider taking this. Your skin's fine. So, uh, and also, I have incorporated uh, a lot more cabbage especially the red mm-hmm. cabbage and uh, and purple carrots. I, I try to include that in as much stuff as I can. It's, a lot of the, the purple and red uh, vegetables uh, do contain stuff that, that really help eyesight. 
I've never heard of, her, of purple carrots, but I, I do eat a lot of cabbage and bok choy. And I use I eat a lot of skunk vegetables, turnips, things like that. You've never seen black carrots? If you go to Trader Joe's, they have the mini carrots that are multicolored. So did you, did you know originally carrots started out as dark purple, almost black? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I did uh, know and that, over the but... years, they've, they've been morphed into other... Uh, I mean, it's not like the orange carrots are bad. It's just that that's not, that, that's not what was originally grown. Yeah, I'm going to have to look up a lot of these things. Um, you know, I, I know a lot, but not enough yet. So, they're having a debate today, huh? Another one? I read Ramaswamy's really tearing into Nikki Haley. Oh, again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said oh. that she's a fascist, that um, she wants to all these people who allegedly participated in January 6th, she wants them all to get some sort of an ID. Yeah. For, for what? Yeah, he says we're marching towards fascism, and he says under Biden, Jack Smith has subpoenaed every last RT, a retweet of someone issued out of something issued out of a Donald Trump in 2020, and then he says the only person more fascist is Nikki Haley, who thinks every one of them should have an ID, so she should come nowhere near power. He said. Yeah, what's that? She, you know, because you were accused of something. People who even flew into D.C. for other business that had nothing to do with the rally have yeah, been they, they could have gone to an electronics convention or something. Yeah, well, they could have been taking their kid to the museums or something. Yeah, anything. You know, well, I do baseball card shows on a regular basis. If there was a card show and I and I lived in the area, I, I might have gone there. Yeah. Plus, it was going to be one big, huge rally. If I lived in the area, I'd definitely have gone uptown to see what was going on. Yeah. You know, something that big is going on up there. You might want to go up there and check it out. Well, I, I believe in uh, you are who your donors, uh, uh, who your donors are. So, if the Koch brothers are endorsing Nikki Haley, then you know mm-hmm. what uh, what type of, of candidate you're getting. Yeah, I don't know, but they just, you know, everybody's under under surveillance who was anywhere near there, and now they're finding more and more information about what happened January 6th. Every one of those people should have their convictions overturned, and they should be released, and you see in Arizona, they were trying to keep Trump off of the ballot saying that he was an insurrectionist and he was declared an right. insurrectionist. No, he wasn't. They're Not still only trying was, in Colorado. Yeah. Well, the judge, that judge there is, is having serious doubts about the validity. They're trying to use the 14th Amendment on that. Right. And, uh, yes. Yeah. And he's, he's saying that you know that's kind of a novel idea and that's not a, what it was for. But they're saying that Trump was declared an insurrectionist. He was never declared or convicted or anything, and neither was any of those J6 defendants. None of them were charged with or convicted of insurrection. Trespassing, yes. Um, destruction of property, disobeying orders, things like that, they were convicted of. But none of them were convicted of insurrection. 
That was not an insurrection. That was a Fedsurrection. And the more we find out that there was thousands of Feds there. Right. And they have a guy that just came forward. His name is Tariq something. Um, Joe sent me the link on him. He was the Capitol Police uh, captain or something. And he said no. He said we were trying to get them to call in the National Guard, and they were saying no. And then the lady who was in charge of the Capitol Police, she was watching all the video cameras and with glee how the feds were inciting violence and how they, they fired gas canisters at the people. The people were not even being disruptive or anything. They weren't near the building at that time. Well, they just put gas lobbed at uh, them. Joanne, the, this, the, the, you, I don't know if you heard about this. So I'm sure you have, but remember when Tucker Carlson got fired, that interview was supposed to air uh, the next business day, and uh, and it didn't. Uh, but he, Tucker Carlson, interviewed that guy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was what was on the agenda for the day. No wonder they got rid of Tucker Carlson. But, yeah, Joe Martin, the, the guy that calls in the show here, he yeah. sent me a link on it. And the guy's saying, you know, you don't have to believe me. Here's the, the video camera. Here's the copies of the radio traffic. So he's putting it all out there. So uh, let me jump in one more time here. So if Nikki Haley is saying that all those people are insurrectionists, when there's video after video after video saying otherwise, then either Nikki Haley has bought and paid for or she's so naive and and so much in her own bubble that that she's not paying attention to a story that, that she's talking about that she doesn't know about. Right, but remember, like Which you said you about the donors, the Democrats are donating to her, the yes. Cheneys are donating to her, you know, the military-industrial complex, all, all the ones that were involved in that Fedsurrection, and the military contractors with the crossfire hurricane and all that bull, they're all donating to her. So they got it up their sleeve. And how come they're not all going after Trump? The only one going after Trump really is Chris Christie. Why yeah, is everybody but his time is, Trump? is finally about to come to an end because he didn't qualify for this debate. Unless they snuck him in at the last second, which I didn't They see. snuck him in. He's there. I just saw him standing there. Oh, I yeah. saw him yesterday that he didn't qualify. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure the Democrats came up with some money for him. Uh, I guess the, so he really well, is the only media one. decided to just front it and pay it forward. True. Yeah, they could have done that to keep it interesting, keep it at, at a, you know an odd number. DeSantis is there, Vivek is there, Nikki Haley is there, and Chris Christie there is there. So there's four of them. The I can't believe Chris it. Christie that they're 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 doing the whole weekend at Bernie's thing with uh, with Chris Christie's poll numbers. They're just right. trying to drag end of it. Yeah, well, it's, it's all games. But now, our, you know, Nikki Haley's the superstar of the week. DeSantis didn't perform like they thought he was going to. So, you know, he's he's falling to the wayside. Vivek isn't going anywhere with the 
with the establishment. You know, he's already told them all off too. But he's got this. You know, he's he's got his own money. He's got plenty of money. He's got the go at yourself type of money. Like not quite like Elon, but he's got enough to get by with it. Um, but he's not going to be president. There's no way in hell the establishment's going to let that happen. I don't think they can stop Trump. No. They're trying hard. They're trying to keep him off the ballots. They're trying to indict him. They're trying to get people to hate him. Now they're calling him dictator. He said he's not going to be a dictator except on day one. And that kind of threw Hannity for a loop. Now he's like, oh, man, you just blew it. But he said on day one he's going to secure that border. And what else was he going to do? There was one other thing. I don't think there's anything Trump could do at this point that would ruin his legacy. No. no, don't. Uh, but, uh, well, but, I, I, know, I, outside of the obvious child pornography or or uh, anything that that blatant, but just saying something that's questionable, I, I think people are past that. Yeah, well, I mean, he's really got to be an honest guy because he has been the most investigated person ever. And other than Jesus Christ, he's the only person on the planet who can help this country. No one else has what it takes to do it. So, you know, if Jesus Christ isn't here, and Trump is, I think we should, you know, take Trump for now. So, I, I normally don't talk politics with uh, with my wife, but because mm-hmm. almost every day we get things about the primary coming up in February... And we're starting mm-hmm. to get that junk mail every single day, so I figured we we have to have the conversation at some point. Right. She she did not have uh, she did not vote for Trump in 2020, so uh, now uh, there there's no chance of voting for Brandon. That that's out. She's a registered Republican. So mm-hmm. we had the discussion about who do you prefer, and I, I told her my number one thing right now. Well, there's really one A and one B, but I think if, if I just mention uh, that no no World War Three, then that uh, that one B part is to to put the globalist on hold for a little bit or 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 stamp them out. But we we can't have globalism right now, and and the first part of that is to stop World War Three. And right. Nikki Haley is the is the polar opposite of that. Nikki Haley right now. Reminds me of the 2016 Hillary, where you're just a, a, an angry woman yelling and saying, look at me, I could be just as dangerous as, as the men, and I, right. I can start all these wars. That, that's what it sounds like to me. I don't care if you know nothing about, all you have to do is, is listen her on a debate, and you'll see that that's the, that's the emotion you get. You don't get that Michelle Bachman motherly love kind of thing. No, she's she's hardened. She's, there's no empathy there at all. And Vivek called her out on it. He said, right. you, well, you're, you're so willing to send Ukraine money and you want to protect Ukraine's borders. Name two provinces in Ukraine. She couldn't. Mm. She just Did came he? up blank. She, no, he didn't. He, he just asked her to name just two provinces okay. in Ukraine. Just give him two, the name yeah. of two cities, two provinces. I'm sure anything. he knew just in case he had to answer. 
Oh, yeah, you, you know he studied a map of Ukraine and probably knows every <laughs> province. He probably planned yeah. that ahead of time. Of course he did. Of course, yeah, you don't go out there and just shoot from the hip on something like that, because if she said, no, can you, then what? Yeah. You know, so, you, yeah, you better be able to. You know, it's like so, Tucker Carlson always asking what's the capital of Burkina Faso. No one ever came up with it. So, of course, I looked it up. It's Ouagadougou. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you got to uh, know the she, answer. So she does not like DeSantis. Uh, so yeah. it's down to Vivek or Trump with her. And I, mm-hmm. I've said myself, uh, I, I'm uh, I'm at 60, let's just say 65% Trump, 30% Vivek, and just enough DeSantis, like 5%, that if he was the nominee, I, I would vote for him over Biden. Um, yeah. But there's nobody else on the scorecard that I'm interested in right now. No, you know, I heard some rumblings, too, about a possible vice presidential pick for Trump. And it would come out of the blue, and I wasn't even considering it. But um, Dr. Ben Carson's name came up. Okay. That might not be a bad pair-up. You know, that checks off a few boxes, too, for those that need boxes checked. Yeah, I, you don't know how much I'd like to see a Byron Donalds or a Dr. Ben Carson in there, and and, and yeah. then they could. Uh, I want to see them try to call them uncles on the stage or tell them how racist they are. I, I want to hear that. I want yeah, to hear. I want to hear them tell Dr. Yeah. Ben Carson how angry he is and how stupid he is and how much mm-hmm. he hates black people. I just want to hear them right. uh, go ahead and destroy their own party. Yeah, that would. I just don't know. The Republicans are acting really stupid. First of all, they threw out Santos, and he was never even convicted yet. He might be a sleazeball, but he was never convicted. They throw out Menendez, and when Schumer was asked about it, he said, well, we have a process. Well, yeah, so so do the House. But Mm -hmm. then McConnell was asked about it, and he said, well, I'm going to leave that up to the the uh, majority leader. So they're playing past the buck with that. Now, you got McCarthy, who's resigning. You got Santos, who was thrown out. You got another person who's not running. So that leaves the Republicans with only one person more in the majority, a majority of one. You know, right now they got three. But that's going away. So what are they doing to replace this? And McConnell isn't standing there screaming, yeah, he's got to go. Fetterman, the Democrat, I was, just was the only say one that. that said Menendez had to go. Yes. That he was a sleazeball. Yeah. And that's and, what he called him. I've heard he many him different talk shows recently ask uh, what happened to John Fetterwoman. Yeah. He must be getting better or something. Yeah. Or he doesn't have a filter, and, and the honesty is coming out. He doesn't. He doesn't have the ability to mask his true feelings and, and play word salad. He doesn't. He you lost know. that ability. Well, let's give him some props here. Yeah, maybe he lost My the ability name is to lie. John Fetterwoman. <laughs> and 
The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. So. <laughs> that always cracks me up. That does crack me up. But he seemed a, a lot more with it. He was standing straight up. Maybe he is recovering, and, and that's good. You know, we want people to recover when they've had serious things like that go on. But maybe he has lost his, his filter and his ability to play the charade game. They're not going to let him stick around much longer if he continues like he is now. I was going to you say, know, now I actually don't mind Fetter Woman. Yeah, not after he called Menendez a sleazeball and said he should be gone too and right is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of threw me. I'm not used to that, you know, that absolute honesty coming out of it. Yeah. But they're not going to throw out Menendez. They only have a majority of one also. That would tie the score. Yeah. So, you know, politically speaking, they're not doing anything like that. Diane Feinstein is refusing to give up that seat. Even You're going to have to wait till she's in her casket. Well, she is in her she's, casket. Don't you remember? Mm. Yeah, about three months yeah. ago she died. Yeah, but you had to wait till she was in her casket. I meant. Yeah. She wasn't giving up that seat, just like that. Um, the judge there, what was her name? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She would never have given up that seat either. You had to wait till she died. Yes. Remember, she kept saying, "I'm not resigning." And like I said about Diane Feinstein, she wasn't giving up that seat. And still, how come nobody's in that seat? I think they were trying to give some lesbian black lady that lives in Maryland that job. Yeah, but that didn't take place yet. So, you know, what's Newsom waiting for? Did something go wrong with that? So Menendez isn't going anywhere right now. So uh, a couple of big things that came out uh, just just uh, recently here. So uh, Hunter is supposed to appear at a closed deposition on December 13th, or he will have legal action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to turn it into a screaming session where... You know how they they get them up in the public, and half of the people yell at him, and the other half just want to hear themselves talk, and you know they praise him a little, but then they just throw in their own stuff. So nothing would get accomplished with the public hearing like that. But he's trying to fight a closed door deposition because that could take hours, and the lawyers get a chance to have long term conversation, you know, long styled conversations with him, not just five minutes of grandstanding. Or yelling and telling them off. You know, those public hearings are useless. And what's he going to do anyhow? Plead the fifth? He's not going to come out there and tell the truth. No, and even if he tried to plead the fifth, it's not like just because you plead the fifth means that you are are innocent. It just means that everybody else has to figure out what your what your intentions are. Yeah, it means that you're, you not, you're not going to tell on yourself, but that, that doesn't mean it's over. Right. But even if you refer it to the DOJ, it's not going anywhere. Right. 
it's just the whole thing is so messed up. And the border, did you see a record? 10,000 people came over the border in Arizona in yeah. 24 hours. Yeah, I was just going to go over. Over Mayorkas says putting a border wall up in any of the southern states is a violence to our fundamental values. We need to have those borders open. Right. But they'll protect Ukraine's border, and they'll protect Israel's border, and they'll protect Iraq and Afghanistan's border. The only one that they won't protect the border of is the United States. Why is that? That border, allegedly, according to Mayorkas, is the most secure it's ever been. But we know why it's secure. It's because the money uh, comes in, whether it's from George Soros or or, uh, insert globalist here. Yeah. Or any number of NGOs. You know, we've talked about the Catholic Charities and the Jewish Federation right. and the Baptists. And, you know, if you're giving all these NGOs money to take care of those illegals, then they have to have illegals in order to get the money. So when you run out of illegals, they don't give you money. you got to go get more illegals. And then they're facilitating. Do you see all the well-dressed Chinese guys? Yes. Oh yeah, the the whole the, it's it's like they're infiltrating their military and it's perfectly okay according to Mayorkas. Yeah, well, those ten thousand people that came over the border in Arizona yesterday were all men of fighting age, and now yes. Dick Durbin says, "Well, we should try to recruit them into our military <laughs> and offer them, them citizenship." Are you kidding me? If these people are okay to fight, send them home and let them fight for their own countries. They don't know our Constitution. They don't know our history. They don't know anything about being loyal to this country. They just got here from their own country. And if you put them all together and sent them all back at the same time, instead of 10,000 and 1,000 and 20 and 50, send them all back all at once. That's a whole army you send him back. Go fight for your own country. You like America so much. You like the way we do things so much. Turn your country into a, a replica of us. Right. Yeah, you're going to you know, say how now, much you hate our country, but you're going to travel 7,000 miles to get here and carry your, your former country's flag. Right, and, and you fly in your former country's flag, and then you have a loyalty to that former country, not this one. Right. And then Durbin, hey, I, I, uh, I have to give my wife something real quick. Give me like 90 seconds. You can go ahead. I'll be right back. All right. And then Durbin has the nerve, the absolute nerve, to say we should train them for our military? No. Send them back and let them rescue their own countries if it's so bad. But the last thing we need is all these military-aged single men. Where are the women? I mean, at first they were bringing women and children in, you know, and that was to tug on everybody's heartstrings. Oh, it's the babies. And, you know, you hear these people, oh, I got 50,000 rounds and I got 200 guns and uh, an illegal army's not coming here. They're already here. If they were wearing blue helmets, maybe you could see that they were an army. But, you know, because they're wearing Nikes, you don't think they're an army? 
we're talking about all the guns in the country. How hard do you think it would be for these feds to arm those illegals? They're already giving them a $5,000 card as soon as they cross the border. Here you go. Come on in. $5,000 upon entering. Yeah. And that was Mark Lim, the Pinal County Sheriff, who said that. So, you know, let me just hear his five grand right off the top. And anything Texas tries to do to secure their border, they're they're right on it saying that that he can't do that. Yeah, they're taking it to court to get rid of the buoys. You know, actually, those buoys have been saving people's lives. When they're drowning, they can hold on to them. But didn't the uh, didn't the the court just uh, say that that Texas can protect their border? I remember that. Yeah, it but, wasn't even a month ago. Yeah, well, Biden appealed it. Still trying to get yeah. them to pull those those buoys. Arizona wants to finish the wall too. Ten thousand people came through that wall, the unfinished wall. You know that? In one day, all men. That's a hell of an army all by itself. In one day. Katie Hobbs was all that interested. No, she's not. She wants more federal money to support these men. What, $5,000 is in a nice welcome basket? And a ticket to anywhere you want to go. And when you get there, they're going to give you shelter. They're going to give you food. They're going to give you clothes. You don't even have to have a job. And they're saying that the border is under control. Yeah, it's not secure, but it is under control. That you give them your name and they give you a legal status, even if it's temporary. You know 95% of the people that are applying for asylum do not qualify for asylum. So send them back. We cannot afford them. And we're still giving all these countries that they came from money to support their population. Well, if your population's here, why are we supporting them? We're supporting them in two places now? I think we should at least, if their citizens are here even temporarily... All right, say Venezuela is the home country of these last 10,000, just the 10,000. And now you've given them all five grand each, and then you're going to have to feed them and clothe them and shelter them. So deduct all that money, each migrant that's here, from the foreign aid you're giving them. And then if it's more, send them a bill. Send Venezuela a bill. You know, if when you're finished deducting and there's still more of their people here, they owe us more money. You know, and they just held up the aid to Israel. That's $14 billion. But they want to give $60 billion or $90 billion to Ukraine. But we can't afford. But we can't afford to give Israel money, and if we give Israel money, they want to give ninety billion dollars to Hamas, well, to the Palestinians, for the people. That's baloney too. Why are we giving Israel fourteen billion, but we're sending Hamas ninety, and we're sending more money to Ukraine? 
Ukraine's not even a NATO country. And how come we're not putting the squeeze on Europe to help out with this Ukraine stuff? Why is that our responsibility? Because the U.S. taxpayers won't say anything. That's why. Yeah, well, we got an endless supply of money for Ukraine, for Israel, for Iran, for Mexico and Venezuela and, and Honduras and El Salvador. But we don't have any money for our border. And we don't have any money for our senior citizens. Right. And our veterans. We got no money for any of that. But boy, we can make it rain when it comes to you to the Ukraine, right? Oh, they're they're out yeah, there still cut. trying to get money. Yeah, we, we you know, we gotta cut social security. But they stand there. Every two weeks they want to check for Ukraine. But not for the senior citizens and not for the veterans and not for the wall. We can't afford that. And they want to shut off our coal. And they want to shut off our gas and shut off well, our... They want to make sure that all that is pristine for China when they take over. Right. With all the farmland they bought... Donald Trump said that all that money that he got from China and he gave to the farmers, he told them, buy equipment, buy more land. So that was kind of a hint. We better all start growing our own gardens again. It's another thing. Half these Democrats want to make gardens illegal. They don't want you to track water, you know, collect rainwater. They don't want you to use natural fertilizer. They don't even want the animals around that do provide the natural fertilizer. They want to kill off the roosters, kill off the chickens, kill off the cows. Then what? We're going to eat bugs. I'm sure they, I'm sure they don't serve bugs at the French Laundry. But they want us to eat bugs. And then they want us to buy electric cars, but we have no source of electricity to plug them in. They don't want us to travel very far either. They don't want us to own a car. We can have shared ownership. Who can afford a $100,000 car? People can't even afford to buy a house now. You know, the... I forget who it was, a budgetary office or something, said that Americans are spending $11,000 more a year for the exact same lifestyle and, you know, foods and and things that they were enjoying three years ago. $11,000 more. You know, and, and people are wondering why they're racking up credit card debt and why these, these young people can't even consider buying a house right now. You know, houses were moving for a while. Houses were selling left and right. But not anymore. That has slowed down considerably. We already talked about commercial real estate, but now just private real estate, private homes, even condos and stuff are not selling. Nobody can afford the interest rates. You know, they're saying the interest rate is around 8%. But that's if you have done in Bradstreet credit. If you have a mediocre credit score, you could be paying upwards of 13, 14, 15%. 
So who can afford the payments? And then the credit cards. Uh, my, my credit score was over 700 uh, points. It was like 721 or something. Yeah. And I'm getting credit card offers, and the, and the entry-level interest rate is 27.99%. Exactly. Like, why am I going to do that? Because people are only paying the minimum now. You know, a lot of people, to keep their credit scores going, they were charging a little bit, and then they were paying it off so that they actually didn't have to pay the interest. But now they're paying just the minimum payments because everything else has gotten so expensive that that's all they can afford. So the debt, the credit card debt collectively is exorbitant now. You know, we're headed for a serious credit card crash. But people are, you know, supplementing now with the credit cards instead of, you know, trying to make their credit good. They're trying to just hold on without going into default. And eleven grand a year, unless you got an $11,000 raise, you're living a lot less happy than you were three years ago. And we all know what it is. The communists uh, were back in control. That's why they hated Trump so much, because he slowed them down. He interfered with the plan. But now that the Obama team is back in power, we all know that Joe Biden's only the face. And the Obamas are not going to give up this power. We don't know if they can control Newsom. So there's no alternative but to put Michelle in there, whether she wants the job or she doesn't. But, you know, she can do a no-show job. Joe Biden's been doing it for three years now. He's there, but he's not there. He's spent 48% of his, his time on vacation. You know, so if she's only going to show up part-time, she'll take the job. But I think that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be Trump or Michelle. And that's the two powerful forces in the world. There's the globalists and there's Trump. The Obamas and there's Trump. Joe Biden is just a Muppet. You know, he doesn't know what bus stop he's at. No, but uh, when you hear Gavin Newsom talk about how how Brandon's doing a great job, he is doing a great job for the globalists. So if you're a one percent, you uh, you appreciate the fact that he's torching everything. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's sad, but you're right. If you look at it, point was to destroy everything. Then Biden is doing the best job anybody ever could do. You got to tear it down to build it back better, right? You got to destroy everything first. You can't build anything back if what was there before is currently still standing. That has to be gone. You know, just like if if you're doing over a mall, you got to bulldoze the mall and make it just a flat parking lot. Then you can put the new building up. So if destruction was the goal, then yes, Joe Biden has done a fabulous job. And he told us he was going to. Remember this thing? Finish the job. Finish Mm -hmm. the job. That's what he kept saying. 
What job? Nobody bothered to ask that. But it's the same Obama crew, right down to Susan Rice and Jake Sullivan and the the rest of them, the Sunsteins and and the David Brocks and the whole, all of them. They're all still in the picture. That Alex Soros, he is way more communist than his father. The father was not only communist and taught him everything he knew, but he sent the kid to Berkeley. So that even solidified it further. Yes, and, so and you have another portion that, that you have to factor in with that too, though, Joanne. What? Is that George Soros worked decades achieving that money. And Alex Soros is basically having it handed to him, so he's more than willing to spend the money more liberally because he didn't have to earn it, so he doesn't know how hard it is to make a buck. Right. Exactly. So he's just whizzing through it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the father is a very big influence. But, you know, who knows what state of mind he's in either. Although they, they do seem to live to be 100. Sandra Day O'Connor, Kissinger... Yeah. You know, they're Lots all up there around 100. Either 99 or 100. Who? What was that? David Rockefeller? That he died Oh, yeah. Rockefeller. Yeah. 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 Well, they... And how old is, is Soros? What's he, 98, 99? Uh, I think he's there. closer to like 94, to be honest. All right. Well, he's still up in his 90s. So who knows yeah. what condition of state he's in? physically, mentally. But I'm sure he's he's still as ruthless as he ever was. And he's got five sons. The only one he actually acknowledges is Alex. Alex dated that spirit cooker, that um, Abramovich. Yeah. And he dated Meghan Markle. So there was there's one other famous person he dated, too. I don't know who he's dating Meghan now. Markle must have made the rounds. Uh, that, 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 yeah, that's crazy how she's gotten with so many big-name people. Yeah, well, that explains what happened to Harry, too. Harry's just a, a love-struck idiot. But she was deep in that crowd. I saw a photograph of this big party, and she was hanging off of Alex Soros. They were dating at the time. But they were at one of those spirit-cooking parties. And Alex Soros had formally dated that Abramov there, Abramov, whatever her name is, yeah. the spooky chick, the spirit cooks. Yeah, he dated her first, and then he dated Markle. And then Markle started dating Prince Harry. So she sucked him in and, and isolated him from his family and talked trash about the monarchy and called them racist and everything. You know, she did her part. I can't Which believe. Which all true, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's all true. And I really don't have any love loss for the monarchy, especially King Charles. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the mother tried to be a little bit respectable, but, you know, I, I wasn't real happy with her or how she handled the Princess Diana thing. So, I don't know, but, it, you know, she she wanted to bring down the monarchy. She brought one down. The rest of them survived it, but she did take one down. 
Which one? Harry. Oh, I thought you meant the guy that, that got the only one that, that was that was on Epstein's client list that came out. Oh him. Prince Andrew. Yeah, no, they just yes. they just made him go quiet. But yeah, Michael didn't take him down, but I think her job was to bring down the whole monarchy. So yeah, mm-hmm. maybe she did bring down two of them. She might have had a little to do with that. Who knows? But yeah, he's out of the picture. And Harry, of course, he's been knocked down a peg. He's not a royal anymore. So she was very successful with taking him out. Um, William and Kate, they survived. And Charles and Camilla, they survived. But they just, they're, they're not as well received as the Queen was. So it did put a damper on all of it. Weird world out there, proof. It's getting weirder by the minute, too. I'm really worried about the border. I think that should be our biggest concern. You know, the the anti-Semitism and the, the rallies and all of that, that's just more of the same. It's the same. It started with Occupy Wall Street, and then it turned to Antifa and the Black Bloc, and then, of course, morphed into Black Lives Matter. And those or, those organizations are very good. Remember the Trayvon Martin thing and, and the neighborhood got together and they were protesting. And then all of a sudden, when once the Democrats realized there was a grassroots movement going on, they swooped in and took control of it. And Trayvon Martin got lost in the thing. They just used his name. But all the people, his friends and stuff, who had originally started the the rallying for the kid that was lost in the shuffle no one ever even looked at those people again the same with Ferguson you know there was another one where the neighborhood got involved and then the professionals all swooped in and turned it into a big thing then of course the George Floyd thing they did the same thing with that and George Floyd actually his autopsy results came out they had lied to us through the teeth. They said he died of asphyxiation and that something in the mm-hmm. back of his neck was broken. None of that was true. He did not die of asphyxiation. He never had anybody's knee on his neck. It was on the base of the back of his head to hold his head steady. And it was part of the training that they do in the police because it, it was supposedly the least oppressive but still worked to restrain somebody they don't do it anymore but still that was everything that that guy Chauvin did was above board and he did not kill George Floyd I mean I'm sorry the guy is dead but the guy was eating pills right there on the video camera on the body so yeah yeah so I mean he was he was overdosing himself right there on the camera and the the cop tried to stop him that's why he grabbed his hand and that's why he pulled him out of the car because he was popping baggies and swallowing them anyhow he died of a lethal overdose and then I saw one of those um, talking heads on on some clip that they were showing she said well. For most people, it probably would have killed him. But he was a long-term drug user, so he probably had a higher tolerance. And she was insisting 
that that cop killed him. When right there in black and white, not only one autopsy, but the result of three separate autopsies, all concluded he died of an overdose. So, meanwhile, this guy Chauvin's in jail and he got stabbed. He shouldn't be in jail. He didn't kill anybody. Well, it's just part of the whole political prisoner thing. Right. He's a political prisoner. And they've known it rather long. That autopsy just got released publicly, but that's been out for a few years. And it's never changed. And they had multiple autopsies, and they all concurred. Why are we allowing it? We all think we're alone, but we're not. We all know what's going on. What we lack is leadership and the ability to organize. As soon as we organize, somebody sweeps in and the professionals take over. Now you got people running in the streets, the same people that needed the pacifiers and safe spaces are out there saying death to the Jews and calling for Intifada and from the river to the sea, all of that stuff. They're sticking up for people who murdered and raped. You know, they don't even want to give back more hostages because found out even even the young kids, every one of them was molested. Every woman, the hostage, was raped. Some woman begged to die because they hurt her so bad. They broke her pelvis. They raped her over and over again. Young woman, they, they said she was like 22. And they ended up, they did shoot her in the head and kill her. But not until after they tortured her. In front of everybody, too. They didn't do it, like, in a often in a quiet place. They did it right in the middle of the street. No one stopped them. What kind of people are they? And they're saying that that ten-month-old babies deserve it because because they were born in in uh, they were born from Jewish heritage. I, I just don't I just right. can't believe we're there. But the thing is, Joanne, I strongly believe that that's not how all of America is or even close. I think all they're doing is they're hitting certain colleges and just politicizing the the crap the crap out of it. Yeah, but then you got those people that are the heads of these Ivy League universities. You got MIT and Harvard today at a hearing. Yeah. And at least Stefanik was asking them, well, is calling for the death of all Jews considered bullying and harassing? And they said and no. They said, well, it depends on what context. Is the context. You're calling if, for. If, uh... If a Catholic person did that to, uh, if they did that to a Muslim person, if the role was reversed, oh, you, the, that book is getting thrown. Right. If a whole bunch of students on that campus said death to all gays, or death to all trans, or death to all Hispanics, or death to all blacks, right. they'd be kicking the pebbles out of the rear end from being thrown out so fast and be skidding down the sidewalk. Yeah. But it's okay to say those things about Jews? 
No, it isn't. This is the United States of America. Jews live here. Muslims live here. Catholics and Baptists live here. Hindus live here. And Atheists sometimes all on the same block. Right. Sometimes all in the same family. Right. Even atheists and Wiccans live here. We don't do that stuff here. So the people that act like that, be gone with yourselves. Wherever you think that that is the civilized way to act, go there. Well, that, that's just we don't the, do that the George Soros crowd and the, and the Klaus Schwab crowd saying that it's time to turn the United States into the Weimar Republic. You have been saying that. You and Glenn Beck both have been talking about the Weimar Republic for a long time. Oh, I and haven't you're even, not uh, wrong. I, I'm not a you're religious not Glenn Beck person, so I don't, I don't get that from him. It just makes sense. You go down the checklist, and it's the same. You, you get Klaus Schwab and George Soros, who had ties to, to the Hitler days. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're both and Jews. those are the people in charge. And they're both Jews. Right. But they'll call, they'll call Clarence Thomas and Uncle Tom. What do you call these Jews? That would ever, and they, and they they are promoting it. George Soros is promoting these revolutions. It's his life's work. He calls it his color revolution, C O L O U R revolution. Mm-hmm. And Ukraine is one of the biggest parts of it. That was one of his first, and he failed at it at first, and then he succeeded at it. And now, but, now uh, they're, they're about to give up on the Ukraine. Yeah. Well, they've done, caused enough damage and pillaged us rapidly. And they never intended to win. And it's not our fight anyhow. It's just a way to pay George Soros back all the money he put out. He put out a lot of money since 1979 on Ukraine. Right. But George you have Soros does give them a lot of money, but he doesn't give it to them The one country that was up on, on who George Soros was, George Soros moved into Russia to try and pillage the, the Russian ruble, and the military showed up at his house and said he had 72 hours to vacate the country and liquidate his assets. Good. They were the smart ones in the group. Every so that, that's why he him has like a that. vengeance against Russia, because Russia wouldn't let him pillage them. Right. You're right. And he's been provoking them since 1979. Correct. He originally is who took Crimea from Russia. Russia took it back. And he's the one that wanted to squeeze out Russia with the pipelines. He wanted his pipelines in there. So and Russia wasn't the, having any of it. A question I have here is, if they select Governor Gruesome, I, I just don't think, and I could be wrong, uh, and I, I know how much of a sleazeball Governor Gruesome is, but I, I just can't see him calling for the extermination of Jews. No, but I can't see him stopping it either. He'll play ball with them. He is a wannabe. 
He wants to be president so bad that he will do whatever they tell him to do just so he can capture that title. Mm-hmm. He's a narcissist, and he wants to be glorified, and he will play ball with them. He will do whatever the Obamas want him to do just to maintain that position. He doesn't have an original thought. He doesn't have an original plan. He wants the top job. He thinks that he he told everybody, I was born for this. Well, he can't even run California, so I don't know how he's going to run the United States. He thinks California's doing just fine. Hmm. Yeah, do you hear him bragging on it? When he was allegedly debating DeSantis, he was just there loaded with his talking points. No matter what question you asked him, he stuck to his talking points. He didn't answer the questions. He answered what he wanted to answer. And he answered the questions he wanted to be asked, whether they were asked him or not. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of, if you remember, when Tim Kaine went on that vice presidential debate against Pence in 16. Remember when when they they had the obligation they had to fulfill and put Tim Kaine on the ballot? Yes. And every time they asked him a question, then Tim Kaine would just go off instead on how much he hates Trump? Yep. Yeah. They just, you know, default to to their own talking points. I don't think Governor Gruesome won any points on that debate. No, he didn't. Allegedly, his wife begged him to not do another debate. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the, he, uh, his wife said he got clowned on enough. Oh, he did get clowned. You know, but I don't know about DeSantis in debates either. He was more on the defense and tit for tat, you know. Well, well, you did this and you did that and you did this and you did that. That's not how you debate. You say, look, this is how I ran my state. And, you know, I'll, I'll go on my own merit and stuff. But he, it was more like a, a schoolyard swapping well, punches. It wasn't really. Wasn't well, I, I will say DeSantis won that, but I, I think you're you're right. But in the sense, all you have to do with gruesome, gruesome is kind of different to debate because all you have to do is point out gruesome's record. And, mm-hmm. and you... You don't even have to try to debate. You just can point out certain points of how bad California is. That, that That's how weak gruesome is. It's like you can't yeah. really debate Brandon. You can't debate gruesome. Uh, I, you can't debate Gretchen Whitmer. I can't tell you right now somebody that you would debate on the Democrat Party that, that you could actually have a, an honest conversation with. You're right. I don't know who you could have a conversation with. They are all just programmed. They will talk about what they want to talk about. They'll answer the questions that they want you to ask, whether you ask them or you don't. And you're not going to get anywhere with them. They can dance around a subject. If you ask them their name, they change the subject. Right. Just because. Not because they have to 
but because they're so programmed that that would be their automatic response. They don't hear you. They don't consider your information important or your question important. Yeah, it's like they have a script they have to read, and then when you pause, that that, that means, okay, I'll go ahead and read my script for two minutes. Right. Yeah, first they short-circuit, and then they default yeah. to their script. Yeah, they got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. defending himself, too, about um, Epstein's plane. He was on his jet twice. He said his wife and kids were with him. And neither time did he go to that island. And he, he does say that the flight logs and client list should be released. But they got him on the defense. As soon as you got to defend yourself, you're lost. Okay, so they're going to throw out Kennedy, who was on there twice. And, uh, and it's okay for Bill Clinton and Bill Gates. Yeah, 27 times, right? And yeah. they did go to the island. Benny Johnson says Vivek Ramaswamy called out all three candidates for turning on Trump after using him for money and endorsements. And then he drops the truth nukes. So J6 was an inside job. The 2020 election was stolen. The government lied about 9-11. The Great Replacement is not a conspiracy. So that's pretty cool. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I like Vivek so much. I just wish I could vote for him. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, he's a good he's a good cleanup man. He's a good front man for Trump. Trump doesn't have to be there. Vivek is there. Oh, and he Vivek could be Scaramucci, I think. Is under a gag uh, I, would order. Like him, I would like him to take Scaramucci's job. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. He's a fixer. You go in there and you clean it up. And you get rid of these people. Now, Trump's under a gag order. And Vivek's over there saying all the things that Trump would say if Trump was standing on that stage. So, yeah, maybe he's got something going. Maybe, you know, he maybe he is looking Trump for vice president. You know, I'm sure that there's a very prominent position for Vivek in a, in a Trump thing. And, you know, 28 isn't that far away. We're already at 2024. We're just starting it. But, we, you know, 2020, we were horrified at. But look, we're already here. So we made it three years. And right now, Trump can't be talking about all this stuff, but Vivek is tearing him up. Yeah, he should be in second place. And I'm pretty sure that there's got to be something going on with, with him and Trump. Well, like I've said before, though, the only reason Vivek, and depending on what poll you read, he's anywhere from second to fourth. But yeah. the only reason he's polling at roughly five or six percent is because if you're going to vote for Vivek, you're going to vote for Trump. There's really right. not much difference between the two other than one is twice the age of the other person. Right. And has the experience. Yeah, and Vivek is not trying to alienate the Trump supporters. He's actually sticking up for Trump. But he's pulling he's pulling the others into going after the Trump supporters. By saying what he's saying, Chris Christie's going mental about how bad Trump is, so you know the Trump supporters are like, you know, he's done. And then he's forcing 
Nikki Haley and DeSantis to talk trash against Trump, too, which is going to alienate the Trump supporters. And if you think that you're going to win a presidential election, you're going to need the Trump supporters. Well, especially if right now you're polling at 7%. You, right. you're, you're not right. gonna you're not gonna win a national uh, election with seven percent of the Republicans. Yeah, so Vivek is out there being a hell of a cleanup man for Trump right now. He's just mopping the floors with them. No, it's he's not, not even getting close. The nomina- he's not getting the nomination, but he's keeping Trump fresh on everybody's mind. Yeah, That's I, perfect. I, I just hope that Trump uh, Trump offers him a job. Oh, I'm sure he already has. I'd be willing to bet he already has. If not, Vivek's doing a hell of a job out there auditioning for one. And this is just giving him good points for 2028. Personality-wise, I like Vivek just as much as I like Ron Paul. I like Vivek's personality even more than Trump. It's just yeah, that I we like have the experience, and we know we we know that Trump. The, the, there's no there's no beating Trump. No, and we need Trump right now. But right. Vivek is also a lion, and we need him too. We need all the lions we can get right now. So, with Trump at the helm, and people like Vivek, and um. Oh, what's that kid's name? Cash Patel. People like him. The more people like that you got in the circle, the better. So you need fighters. You you need you need your wingmen. You know, one lion isn't gonna do it. A whole pride of lions is what we need. And what's funny is oh, this but, whole time we were on the fence about do we like him or is he doing too much? And it's just he keeps coming and uh, I, I I I have no problems with the guy now. I don't have any problems with him either. In 2028, it's looking good for him. And especially if now he's, you know, he's working that hard, not just for himself, but he's he's really helping Trump. So I like that. That's good strategy. Very good strategy. And Vivek knows he's not going to be president this time, but that doesn't mean it's off the table next time. It isn't. Just keep doing what you're doing, kid. Even if he's taking Obama's playbook, it it sounds like he at least uh, is, uh, he believes what he says. I I don't think he's doing all this just to No, but even if he is taking... Even if he is taking Obama's playbook, it's effective. Yeah. We've been telling people, learn Alinsky's rules. They're effective. Look how far it's gotten the left. They're kicking our rear ends by using these tactics. Take their playbook and use it against them. I ain't above that. Whatever they're doing, learn it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all these people jealous of Elon Musk. I don't want to be jealous of Elon Musk. I want to be like Elon Musk. I want to know what he knows. I want to, I, I want, and Trump too. I want to be like them. I want to know what he knows. I want to, I want to do that. 
These are people that you should want to copy. And that playbook, that Alinsky rules, they work. Look at those kids marching in the street. Look at how we were just talking about how they morphed from Occupy Wall Street. A bunch of kids sitting around in Zuccotti Park getting filthier by the minute, not taking showers. Yeah. But that's, you know, and then they, they just snowballed it. When they were having that rally in Washington, I heard them say, mic check, mic check. And then everybody stopped. Then the person who said mic check spoke, and people repeated it. And then they spoke some more, and they repeated it. Remember they did that. They turned off the microphones on purpose because they were making the people repeat what the speaker was saying. That way it, it sunk into their heads. It's neuro-linguistic programming. So without the microphone, they had to listen closely. And then they spoke in short sentences so that the people in the front would say it, repeat it. And then the people in the back would repeat what the people in the front said. And they did that to be human microphones. But they also did it to program those kids. And then as the kids got out of college and they moved on to more positions in the, you know, in the, in the organizations and the activism, and they became organizers, they knew to go back to the colleges and do the same thing to the kids. So you see it self-perpetuating now, especially when you hear things like mic check. You know where that started. So right there, you know who these people are, who the organizers are, where their roots are, who's involved in it. Just by hearing the words mic check, they gave themselves away. Because not only were those people that were attending their rallies listening, other people were listening too to analyze it, people like us. No, I, I, I can appreciate that because I've never read Saul Alinsky's book. Oh, I did. You gotta you gotta read their literature so you know what they're up to. Right. Yep. He wrote one prairie fire. It only takes a spark to start a prairie fire. And Acorn's motto I love their motto. I don't like their policies whatsoever. I don't like their politics. But they said they tried to bury us. They didn't realize we were seeds. Hmm. And I thought that was a pretty cool thing to say. Does that make sense? Right, exactly. You know, even if they try to bury you, don't worry about it. You'll grow your seed. Mm-hmm. And they do. They plant seeds. They use trigger words, and they use them over and over again. And then they change the meanings of other words. You know, they, they don't have the same meaning for anything. To really try to redefine our language. And dividing us, they're doing a hell of a good job at that, too. Finally, people are starting to wake up, and we certainly needed the awakening. But whatever they do, they go out of their way looking for special things, special cases, uh, like an incident of a, of a cop shooting a black person. You can have black people shooting each other all day, killing each other all day. You can have Hispanics in fight and blacks fighting all day. 
but those don't fit the narrative. They lay in wait, and as soon as they see something that fits their narrative, boy, it goes viral, like the George Floyd thing. Well, what and, about when uh, uh, wasn't there wasn't there a a situation? No, oh, was that Tennessee earlier this summer, where there were five cops that shot one one five black cops that shot one black kid, and they blamed that on white supremacy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. And now, you know, they talk so much about white supremacy that people think white supremacy is everywhere. And then you hear Joe Biden talk. He's the white supremacist that we should right. be concerned about. Yeah, the more I think about it, I think Corn Pop was a real good dude and hung out with a lot of, of really good boys. Yeah. Bob Pop was probably trying to straighten out the racist Biden. That's why he's swinging a chain at him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you watch all these swinging videos it. after videos now, and and even in Chicago, I, I was watching something that just came out on the Gateway Pundit, where uh, the 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 South Side of Chicago is at a breaking point where they they say they're all voting for Trump now. Yeah. I'm noticing more and more black people and like whole communities of black people are voting for Trump. I was watching some man on the street interviews at the Macy's parade and it was MSNBC and NBC and Fox News. They were all walking around the crowd and talking politics to the people while they had nothing else to do. And they were just interviewing random people. So who do you think should be the next president. 100% of the people they interviewed that they showed, anyhow, said Trump. Nobody said Biden. When they were asked about Biden, they're like, no, I don't think he's got it together. Or, you know, he's a nice guy, but he's, I don't think he's, you know, got the, the wherewithal for the job anymore. Stuff like that. But then they would just go right to, we need Trump. And the black people, especially going for Trump. Well, this opened their eyes where 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 uh, Barry Satoro and his husband, Michael Robinson Obama, who I'm sure is a nice lady, they brought people back onto the plantation, but Brandon is uh, is showing them how the plantation works. And they right. don't like that. And now he's moving all those illegals into their neighborhoods too. Right. You know, he's not putting those so, illegals up in the Hamptons. He's putting them yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, so the, the, blacks, the blacks see that they're getting replaced. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the people in Chicago, they got smart. They're like, well, you know, we're getting crumbs here, and then you're putting them in here with us. We don't want them. We got enough problems. And, you know, I was thinking... If, if anything, though, in, Joanne... Maybe moving some of those illegals into the the Chicago projects, you're going to have all the the blacks actually gang together to go up against the illegals. You're not going to see black on black crime anymore. Yeah, that's a possibility. But once they come in with the gangs and all of that, that forces the black people out. Where are they going to go? 
I mean, if, yeah. if you, you're poor enough to live in the projects, and now you're getting forced out of the projects, where are you going to go? That's true. So they're going to be all spread out. They're not going to be able to band together. They so I guess at some point, though, Joanne, at some point they're going to have to call it because if they bring in Big Mike too late, it might be too late for for all these blacks to say, you know what, I'm staying on the plantation. Right. Well, Trump was saying last night that he doesn't think that Biden's going to make it to the election. You know, not that he's going to die or anything, but that he's just not going to make it as president. He's just so far gone now. And then Trump said, yeah, remember when he said he was going to take me behind the bleachers? He said, if you took me behind the bleachers now, all I have to do is blow on him and it'd fall over. He said, it wouldn't (laughs) even be a fight. If he doesn't trip on a too high blade of grass first. Right. He's even going to use the short stairs because he can't pull off walking a flight of stairs anymore. And you see when he's walking to the helicopter, you know, when he's walking by himself, and you can see that he's saying to himself, left, right, left, right, all right, just keep your eyes focused, stay focused, just walk to the helicopter. He's talking to himself the whole time, just trying to make it. And you can tell that he's having this conversation with himself because he's throwing his legs. He's not really walking anymore. You know how usually when you're walking, you, you just take normal, regular strides. You can see how labored it is that he's telling himself yeah. left, right, left, right. So you know, uh, I don't want to I don't want to bag on her because she's not here. But on Monday, I had a a conversation on air with our Monday co-host Christina, mm-hmm. and uh, we discussed how the the people in the projects, the, the low information voters, we'll just say that. Uh, she feels that all those people are going to vote for Kennedy, which I disagree because the average fool on the street, they might not know who Kennedy even is. They're not going to look for a third party. They're going to say, well, I know who Trump is and I know who Brandon is. I don't like how things are right now. I'm voting for Trump. You'd be a fool to think that those people are going to look for other parties. Yeah, you're going to get the the Kennedy fans. You're going to get the people that voted for Trump, but they don't trust him on the vaccines. So they're they're basically a a one issue pony because everything right. else everything else Trump would do except they're questioning his stance on vaccines, and uh, and maybe Kennedy might do more against GMO foods and things like that, which I can respect. Don't get me wrong. That's important. But uh, there's just too many uh, liberal policies. And the fact is, is that at this time, uh, you're not going to get the the hardcore Democrats to leave the Democrat plantation, even for Kennedy. Right. I I, I think I agree with you there. the people in the projects, the people who are not as in tune to politics as others, they're just trying to get by. They're just trying to make it. So, like you said, they know Trump and they know Biden. Those are familiar. Kennedy, you know, Kennedy is folklore. Kennedy was Camelot. But RFK Jr. is no JFK. 
he's a different person. And yes, he's right on the vaccines, but he's wrong on all a lot of things. Um, they're not going to put that much thought into it. They're not going to go that deep with it. You know, they're just busy trying to make a life and trying to get by and trying to make ends meet. And, you know, they only get little bits and pieces of news, what they see on TikTok or what goes by them on the Facebook. And, you know, if the TV happens to be on, they'll they'll hear a headline, okay, breaking news, well, you know, see you at 11. They never tune into the 11 o'clock news, but all those little news breaks that they have with the teasers, you know, they hear a teaser and they think they know something. But you're right, they're going to go with what's familiar, whether it's Biden or whether it's Trump, or whether it's Michelle. Newsom, they're not going to go for Newsom. They'll go for Trump. And they everybody realizes that things were better under Trump. And they're hoping we can get back to it. Maybe some prices get lowered. Maybe, you know, if energy costs go down, all costs go down. You know, if the price of gas goes down, then the trucks will move again, and the ships will move again, and then things will be a lot better. Industry will move again. But and, with uh, prices and we so high, be on a on a war threat because if we're able to produce our own energy, then there's going to be competition on that again. Right. Yeah, and Iran's not going to have the money. You know, we're exactly. we're sitting on all this oil, and we're letting Iran. Sell their oil the market. And Venezuela and the Saudis, United Arab Emirates. Venezuela's about to start a war. Do you know that? Who? Venezuela's going to start a war with Guyana because they think that that Guyana has almost as much oil as as Venezuela. And the United States is not going to go after them. Wow. Wow. That just started up uh, over the weekend. Yeah, see, Venezuela, the, that election was stolen, too. They used the Dominion machine down there, too. But mm-hmm. Bolsonaro should have been the, the rightful president down there. And he's pretty much exiled right now. So, in most major polls across the country, Trump is beating Brandon by anywhere from 15 to 22%. So, when it hits like 17 18%, that that is to the point where it's too noticeable. So yeah. they have to at least have it a little closer because if it's at ten, twelve, thirteen percent, they can come in with the voter fraud and make it not as obvious. But you can't have it. Uh, you can't have it by by twenty points, and all of a sudden, all these votes are going to show up. Right. Yeah, that's too blatant. But we got to be careful with the polls too. Remember what they did to us with Romney. Oh, I know. All right. Well, uh, Joanne, we're at a crossroads here tonight. Okay. Uh, We have one of your favorite callers, and uh, and we're we're about to play a broccoli. So take Uh, your poison. All right. Well, how about we hold off on the caller for a couple of minutes if they're willing to sit to stand by. We'll do the broccoli and we'll get to the caller. I don't want to announce who they are. I want that. I want that to be a surprise. Okay, I love surprises. I love our callers too. All right. So yeah, just ask our caller if they could please stand by, and then we'll just get the broccoli man out because we love broccoli man. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm I'm sure they heard you loud and clear, so I'll uh, I'll go. Oh, ahead. I didn't know if they were if they could hear me. All right, I'm up when you are. Okay. Just trying to locate it on the uh, on the switchboard here. There we go. Okay, so this one is called G Lobalist tries to hire Broccoli Man, and all of these videos you could find it on Rumble. Just look up Broccoli Man. And he has a, a little following here. If you could please like and subscribe to my channel, and you'll get to see the Broccoli Mans uh, before I start playing them. So without further ado, I'll count down. Three, two, one, action. I have a lot to do today. I have to leave right now to go catch some predators. There is a moving fan full of illegals and most of them are children. They are parked in a China Mart shopping center. I have to get there before the van takes off. I wonder who this could be. Hello again green dude. I brought Geolobalist here with me today. Hey I have to leave right now. I have a time-sensitive assignment right now. If you are upset, you can tell it to my card, please. Hey, green dude. You told me to tell Geolobalist to kiss you all. So I brought him here so you can tell him directly. Now I want to watch you cower in fear and apologize to Geolobalist. Do whatever you need to do. I just need you to leave my office so I can catch some child traffickers. So Mr. Broccoli, are these allegations true? Yes it is. Kiss whatever you need to kiss. Just get out of my office so I can go to work. That will not be happening today. I am demanding you quit this job right now and help us with our crime syndicate. No one is taking RG in therapies anymore. Our sales are down 93%. A trust level among the American public is 4%. We need to sell these gene therapies and we need your assistance in helping Elias could do just that. That sounds like a big fat nobathon. Perhaps you did not hear me. We are prepared to make you an offer. No thank you. I do not negotiate with globalists. That was a very poor choice of words, says Green Dude. We are prepared to capture you right this very instant and let your carcass decompose in my lair. Or you can come fight against patriotism and I shall pay you whatever money you are requesting. Broccoli Man is not for sale. Now I need to leave before that moving van full of kids takes off. You will not be doing that today, sir. You will be signing a contract with Geolobalist and changing your alliances, sir. Mr. Broccoli, we are prepared to give you a five-year contract at $50 million US a year. All you need to do is work for us and assist in selling these gene therapies. You need to help us with commercials and telling everyone how safe and effective our gene therapies are. It is a very easy way to make $50 million annually but they are not safe or effective. No means no. Yes, 
Yes means yes. You no longer have to tell anyone how bad these gene therapies are. You also no longer will be arresting child traffickers. You will simply assist us and be the face of our advertising. You will also be arresting whistleblowers who want to come forward with speaking stop against our crimes. I will never comply with getting millions of people shot up with gene therapies. You will never talk me into helping you kill people. You will not have to kill people, Mr. Broccoli. That is a job to do that. You will have to simply do commercials for lies, Nicker Pharmaceuticals, sir. Tell everyone about the Freedom Microchips, get the latest gene therapies, and most importantly, you need to put a bloody scam on that face. You will be trained by the wire attack and soon enough you will defeat the 99%. I don't take orders from the wiretap. Hey calm down sir. You are not in bargaining position sir. Okay green dude. If you do not want to take orders from the wiretap, I shall make you his boss. You will direct orders to the wiretap. That is not cool geolobalist. If you do not like it, wire it up. You can taste my codpiece. Mr. Broccoli, you will also do commercials for Bragg's apple cider vinegar. It is used for apples made with Bill Gates appeal apples. Why would anyone still buy that mess? I only buy non-GMO produce. And I do not use any product that gets coated on fruits and vegetables that has cancer-causing agents on it. That is all well and good. But you need to start working for us so the rest of those 99% something duck cares purchase it and then perish. We need to only have the 1% living on our earth. The best benefit of working for G-Lobist. We still get to go to Epstein's Island on vacation whenever we want. You just have to put it in your vacation time sir. You can tell the public that fluoride and astrazine are good for you. We can make the commercials as friendly as possible. And but of course, you can be creative with getting commercials done for Elisnica Freedom Microchips. You will get to take private checks and have an entire staff assist you on your way to climate change summits. Isn't that counterproductive to wasted energy? Of course not, sir. We just need to close up all the energies in the Western world so we can present it to China. The whole earth will be run by China very soon, green dude. Ain't it funky, brother? You will be helping us get Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and proof negative off of the American airwaves. Those biznitches need to be taken to those FEMA camps. That they do not exist. Then we can start helping Jack Smith round up anyone that shared a tweet or commented positively on X formerly known as Twitter regarding Donald Trump. We need the world to realize that Brandon Governor Gruesome, and Michael Robinson Obama is the future of the one world government. As I am sure you know, Michael Robinson Obama is a nice lady. Okay Mr. Broccoli. Please come with us and we can get your contract signed. Then you will be on our list of superheroes. Our first order of business is to get high school students to worship the lies maker suicide pods. They are already confused from not knowing if they are male or female. 
In Canada, we are doing very well with our pods for high school students who are depressed. The government there tells those something dark cares that the suicide pods are the best way to treat depression. When the universal basic income gets rolled out, we can save lots of monies by having less populations, green dude. That means more monies for us. While every American is stuck in a 15-minute city and not going outside for any reason, we can do anything we please as the 1%. I do not care if it is $10 billion a year. I am not interested. Tisk tisk green dude. You made a very bad decision sir. Now we must eradicate you and say this because you did not get your latest COVID boosters. If you are not joining us, we shall euthanize you so your voice does not interfere with our bottom line. Simply put, we must return the Earth to Lucifer in the condition he requires. Alright everyone. I have to get the trash out me office. Please learn about all of what the globalists are doing to us. They want all the 99% dead without you even knowing how or why. You need to check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news against the new world order you need to hear. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on listen live. Also, check the freedomizerradio.com schedule on the website and find all the other shows on there. Freedomizerradio.com is where to check out Proof Negative at 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time Monday through Thursday. Beat the globalists. Not cool green dude. Just for that unnecessary outburst, you must disrobe right this instant and put your blouse, your dungarees, and your underoos on the ground right next to my person. I need to check your person for any constitutions, any handguns, or any combustible engines inside your junk. You best be showing me a clean ice cream cone with two kumquats in it. Now that G-Globalist is here, there is no way out and no way to turn down a request to grapple with your junk. Don't worry I will not comply. I can have security carry you out so I can get back to work. Wow, that was pretty good, Proof. Oh, I hope it was um, okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. I liked what he said about, you know, killing all the people, less people to support with the basic income. I didn't think of that, but that makes sense. They want everybody to have a universal basic income, so we're all the same. But there's only so much money that the people that are working are going to be making. So they're just going to kill off as many of us as they can. And those shots, you see that they're having like these rabid cancers now. People who were in remission are now, you know, back actively having cancer. And these are really aggressive cancers too. And doctors are seeing diseases that they can't even identify. They don't even know how to treat them because they've never seen them before. People coming out with all these welts on them and, like, hives and things like that. You know, they've never seen things like this going on and all these blood clots and these cardiac problems. You know, 
this vaccine did a number on people, and you, you know they were right. They don't even know how and why they're dying because there's you know a little bit of a distance between them when they took the shot. So you know maybe the shot didn't cause you cancer, or maybe the shot didn't cause you blood clots, but maybe it did. You know, why is there such an explosion of all these side effects now? So that was a good one, Proof. That was a good broccoli, man. Food for thought. Oh, thank you. All right, so let's bring your uh, your buddy here. Okay. Welcome, caller. Hey, hey, Joanne. Hey, I was just talking about you earlier. Hey, Joe. I, Everybody, I, this I, is my Joe. Pu- yeah, my publisher and assistant and the whole crew was here. Um, the girl that was part of our team here in publishing, she just left California. It got so bad out there. She lived out there all her life, and they moved to Tennessee. Nice. Congratulations so, on your books, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I have to get you. I have to send you a copy when I get some. I got some in here. So. Um, did you see our Ding Dong Secretary of Defense said today that if we don't give uh, aid to Ukraine, he's going to send troops over there? Wow. Yeah, wow. No, I didn't hear him say that. I heard him, like, hypothetically asking, well, you know, if Putin gets away with this, what if he goes into a NATO country, well, then that's a whole different ballgame. We have treaties with them, and all the other NATO countries have treaties, too. So, Well, he, he's just basically threatening Congress right now. So he's going he's gonna to send Americans over there if we don't give him the money? Isn't that extortion? Well, yeah, well, that's all this whole... Hey, I think it's something over Twitter... Um, on Messenger, I want you to see that document that I did sent you over. I don't okay. know if you have Twitter, Twitter or X open. Yeah, a little. What's what's it in, re- in reference to here? Well, it has to do about. I'll bring it up here. In Germany, back during the Nazis, the the saying I can't even pronounce it, but the their saying was Germany awake. The Nazis were the original woke crowd. Rabid college kids joined, uh, and I can't pronounce that German word, but it's the brown shirts who took their anti-Semitism to the street. Their mentors, college professors, who worked on the final solution. Mm. We're repeating Germany right now. Yeah, I, I see it. It's a It's a photograph of the... German Schwarzdecker, and it says, Deutschland erwash, the Nazi motto, know what it means. It says, Germany awake. The Nazis were the original woke crowd. Rabid college kids joined the Schomenflung and the brown shirts who took their anti-Semitism to the streets. Their mentors, college professors who later worked on the final solution. And it says, I'm not making this up. You know, so they were, they were called themselves woke. There's a lot of similarities here. And Proof was talking about the Weimar Republic, too, the Weimar Republic. And it's just fallen into place. It's, it's the same playbook. 
This is awful. Yeah. Uh, I also see that the guy who used to be the Capitol Police officer, I think he was mm-hmm. a lieutenant. His name was Tarek Johnson. Did, did you see what I sent you earlier this week? I did, yes. Actually, I spoke about it earlier on the show about this yeah, guy, Terry. So, he was the Yeah, captain. sorry I wasn't. And, and this just broke today. They just did a forensic audit on Disney, the Reedy Creek distribution or, you know, their, what 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 is that? Reedy Creek, uh, the... Yeah, the contract that they had. That the, yeah. They estimated they did, they did um, had four forensic ready for this four forensic uh, accountants auditors they misappropriated one trillion dollars. Wow! And the pay and I, I haven't seen the report yet, but they were talking about this. They had some of the people, the lawyer, the auditors on the day, and it's a hundred page report. I mean, it is one. Violation after another violation after another. Everything, everything they did was illegal. So then, DeSantis was right to yes, call the yes, cops. Yeah, he was. Right. Yeah, he was right. Now, now if, if the government has the guts to go prosecuting, it needs to go all the way up to the top. They were doing everything, Joanne. Everything. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean. It's just when they estimated one trillion, not billion, one trillion dollars since they've been there. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And yeah, and so Disney's just been Disney's just been riding high on the backs of the Floridians all along, and they, oh, they have violated all their contracts. They never kept one of their commitments. No, they, they ripped. But they, they got they ripped tax the, breaks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were doing doling out. Uh, they were giving special favors under the table to the people that were on the board. Yeah. So, so I'm I, I'm going to try to find that report and send it to you if I can find it. Yeah. Now I see Vivek is going a little hog wild over there at that debate. Anything good on that? You watching that? No, I've been I've been out in a business meeting for the last three hours. Yeah, <laughs> and what, what's editor. going on with this Las Vegas shooting today at the at the Northern Las Vegas University? Any word on that proof? Uh, obviously, I, I heard it uh, as soon as it happened, but I don't know anything about it other than yeah, well, I, I know what happened. Something's up with that. Something's up with that because they're not telling us who the shooter was, who was shot. Now, they said that there's three dead. I don't know if that includes the shooter, but they're not giving you his name. So, obviously, he's not a white guy with a long gun. Um, you know, he's not a he, Trump supporter. That would have been all over the news first thing before the guy's absolutely. body even hit the floor. Right. But the rumor has it he's a man in his 60s, and he's a semi-retired professor from North Carolina. I don't know what he was doing in Las Vegas. But that was the last I heard. And that was just a, a street report. That wasn't a official report. That was just, you know, how people in the area are coming on Twitter and saying, yeah, this guy's a retired professor or semi-retired. So it must have, sounds like a personal vendetta, but they're not telling you who the victims are. They're not telling you who the shooter is. 
And if it was a Trump supporter, you'd have already known that. Like I said, before the bodies hit the floor, you'd have heard it was a Trump supporter, a white guy with a long gun. So, I don't know why they keep trying to take the long guns when most of the murders that are committed with guns are committed with handguns. Most of the guns that, most of the long guns that have been used in shootings have been defensive. So that might be the reason that they're going after the long guns. So obviously they're a good defensive weapon and they want us to be defenseless. Especially since they've already brought in an army and now they're telling us they're going to train this army. some serious stuff going on in this country and, and people aren't as awake as they need to be. Like I said, we need hey, a whole you, pride of lions. Hey, did you see up in uh, Dearborn, they have a new group out now. Dump Biden, the, the Islamic community has gotten together and they're launching a nationwide campaign and it's called Dump Biden. Oh. Oh, yes. Wow, and they're going and they're going nationwide. And of course, I don't know if I I know you talked about Chicago. I've been watching those interviews, you know, the same ones that you have, like the ones up in Chicago. I mean, they're just they're just laying it down right now up in Chicago against against Biden. And then that, and I also I saw those uh, interviews. The lady went in the Bronx, and she went all. I think she was a CNN reporter. And she went all around the Bronx interviewing people. She couldn't find one Biden supporter at all. Yeah, they couldn't find any at the Macy's parade either. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the parade, but what, what we're seeing right now is the collapse of Biden. I mean, he's he's falling faster than a rock. Yeah, well, you know, like we were talking about, and we, I don't think that Biden's going to make it to the nomination, but. That leaves it up in the air. Is it going to be Newsom or is it going to be Michelle? You know they're not going to put Whitmer up there. She has a better chance of getting struck by lightning in a cave. Um, but who have they got on their bench? Correction, Whitmer. It's not Mayor Adams, i tell you that. No. You think that Arizona governor wants the job? She just let, I thought it was 10,000. It's 12,000 illegals that come in yesterday. You think Katie Hobbs has a chance? I don't know. They are desperate, so who knows? Yeah, well, she seems to be a team player. She's just asking for more money, not more security. She doesn't care who comes over that border into her state. Did you see up in? Did you see in the New York State? You were talking about the vaccines. The highest court in the state ruled that they can put people away if they don't get a vaccine. They can put wow. them in isolation. Yes. It's not like leprosy or something. That uh, That's definitely got to get appealed. I don't even know if appealing things is any good anymore. Even the courts are compromised. You know, the whole system has been torn down. I don't know why we're still depending on it. We talked about this earlier. If the objective was to destroy the entire system that we have here, 
then Biden is doing a great job. And, of course, it's not really Biden doing it. It's the Obama administration. Everybody should know that by now. But still, Biden's finishing the job for Obama, with Obama, under the direction of Obama. And once they've got that kind of power, they're not about to give it up. So that's what's making me think they're going to force this on Michelle. So we should really start preparing ourselves for her. But, you know, again, proof is right, too. Newsom will play along. He will do whatever they tell him to do just for his own glory. Or, you know, he's a glory hound. So he would be a, a good patsy, not as good as Biden. And he might have a couple of big ideas of his own that would probably get him in trouble with these people. But you know that the, the left has completely turned against Biden. Now he's damaged. There is no redemption for him. He's all done. And he did a good job. He did what they wanted him to do. And, you know, he'll get a gold watch and sail off into the sunset. They'll pardon his kid. But that's it. He even said himself, if Trump wasn't running, he probably wouldn't be running. Well, then, you know, that just confirms that it's all been a setup right along. The mission was to get Trump and destroy the country. They think they got Trump. You know, they think they've damaged him enough that people aren't going to vote for him. They're going to hear about all the indictments and all the court cases and stuff. None of them are convictions. None of it. But the way you'd hear the media talk is, you know, oh, he's an insurrectionist and he's already been confirmed and all the stuff that he said about Biden's already been debunked. None of it's been debunked. Who debunked it? Them? We're in a real mess. And how do we fix it? Do we have time? You know, my advice to everybody is prepare yourselves. I know people say it all the time, get prepared. And you don't really know what prepared is. Well, imagine you're having a big storm. Maybe you're expecting a blizzard or a hurricane or a tornado. So you have to have your shelter sturdy. You have to have everything that you would need for you and your family to survive for at least 30 days. That includes food, water, pet supplies, medicines, things like that. And, you know, everybody's been telling you all to prep and your stuff is probably ready to rotate. Use it. But when you're using your prepared stuff, like if you got rice put up, you've you got to use it so it doesn't go stale on you. But everything you use, you make sure you replace it and rotate everything. Use the oldest stuff first, and it's going to be more expensive now to replace it. But at least you have it to use it now because things are expensive already. And what you paid for that rice that you put up, you might have paid $22 for a case of rice. You know what the rice is costing you now? $38 for a case of rice. Mm-hmm. That's a big jump. So make sure when you, if you use it, you replace it. Don't just leave your, your stock empty. Learn how to grow vegetables in your yard. Learn your growing season. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be a big garden. You can grow a lot of food in a little bit of space. 
And if you live in the city, you can grow food in buckets. You can grow tomatoes and peppers and onions and garlics and things like that. You can grow them right on your balcony. And, you know, you might need that someday. Just grow anything. Anything that you think you can grow, grow it. Because if you're not going to use it, somebody will. And that's also currency. If you have food, it's currency. Because you can get a lot of things. If everybody around you is hungry and you have rice, say you need green beans. Okay, give somebody your rice, they'll give you some of their green beans. It's currency. Remember that everything is currency. When it comes to food, water, medicine, shelter, and the ability to make fire. Make sure you know that. And have a way to protect your stock, too. Because hungry people aren't going to care that it doesn't belong to them. If their children are hungry and they know you have a case of rice, you're going to lose that rice if you can't protect it. Because they'll do what they can to feed their families, too. And if the chips hit the fan, you know people are going to be out there looting stores. They're going to be looting the big TVs and all that. Don't let anybody in the stores. Make sure you protect those box stores. Nobody in, nobody out. Because if you let those stores get looted, small amount of people will have most of the items. But if you protect those items, you can feed your whole community with the things that are in, like a Walmart. Walmart will have everything you need. Um, Home Depots, they will have a lot of the things you need. They will have chainsaws, and they will have building supplies. They will have grills and wood and ways to make fire. But the supermarkets just have a plan to protect those. No one in, no one out. And you're not thieves. Everything you do end up using. You run it to a register because eventually all that stuff's going to have to be paid for. But you can feed your whole community with just the supplies that's in one, one Sam's Club or a grocery store. So remember to protect those places. Don't let those places get robbed. By the way, Joanne, on Freedomizer, we call that the fit hitting the sham. Okay. Well, that's not too far out of reach. If you got Kirby threatening to send <laughs> troops to Ukraine and you got right. Dick Durbin threatening to arm and train illegals, you know it's going to be a lot easier to get the illegals to kill Americans than it would be to get Americans to kill Americans. Oh, I know. Yeah. I think they know that. Yeah. And we have an army. I thought it was 10 million. It's more like 15 million. And that's not including the Godaways. Mm-hmm. We have the, a whole UN army that is sitting here ready, waiting to be activated. They're already here. And more and more are joining them every day. You got 12,000 people in one day come across that border into Arizona. Yeah, that's just one state. In one day. It was 10,000 yeah. the day before. So that's 22,000 people in 24 hours in one spot. Yeah. 
we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. And Americans, they got these kids running up and down the streets, sticking up for Hamas. They're not going to notice that there's an army that just moved into their city, into their oh, neighborhood. Who knows? Even if they if they saw the army, they'd probably have signs protecting them. Yeah. Until it turns on them. Right. You know, they're sticking up for Hamas. And they have gays for Palestinians and gays for the Muslims. Are you crazy? And when they're and confronted, they say, well... I mean, even if they want to behead us, it's still better than Trump because he's a dictator. Yeah. They want you dead. But they're better than Trump. Yeah. And Trump's going to be a dictator. We already had Trump for four years. He wasn't a dictator. He didn't use the government to go after Hillary or after Biden or after Obama. He didn't do any of those things. And now they're saying he's going to be a dictator and he's going to want retribution and he's going to abuse his power and use it against his enemies. They are terrified of what they are actually doing. They're terrified to think that Trump would do what they're doing. Right. To him. That's some serious projecting going on there. Well, it's loving and liberal, though. Yeah, loving and liberal. Nothing loving about it. And then twisting our kids' minds. These kids have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea of the history. They have no idea of the circumstances. They couldn't point to any one country in the Middle East that they could actually say, okay, that's where Israel is, or that's where Yemen is, or that's where Oman is. They couldn't Mm -hmm. point them out on a map. And they are infidels. They are not even human to the people they're sticking up for. They're nothing but laughingstock, useless idiots. They're not even useful idiots. They're useless idiots. And Hamas had to break that ceasefire because those hostages were coming back saying they were all raped and tortured. Mm. And that doesn't fit well with the worldwide love affair here. I don't know why the world is so in love with these people. They were already in a ceasefire when they pulled that crap. And then they murdered and raped and beheaded children. And old ladies, even the 81-year-old lady was raped. And harming children. What type of people do that? You know, we even had the Nuremberg trials for war criminals. Those are war crimes. Go ahead, Joseph. How are they getting away with this? Go back, the... back to the Old Testament. Go ahead. Go back to the Old Testament. And when they went in and, you know, conquered some areas, God told them to kill them all, kill everything. 
You wonder why. And we're seeing it play out again today over there. These people are demon-possessed. A normal person does not do things like that. These people are totally demon-possessed. And I believe I've seen demon possession. My dad used to be at our church. He used to go out and, you know, there was a something that somebody was plagued with demons. My dad would find somebody. He would go and take care of it. And, you know, he had a lot of stories, you know, you know, when he was living, he would tell about that. But these people, are, you know, a normal person does not do those things. And, yeah, and, that's and, just barbaric. It's, it's macabre, the, the mutilation of people while they're alive, scream and kill me. And you're mutilating them and, and hurting them, breaking them, stabbing them, raping them. I mean, they were cutting their breast off. They were putting babies in the oven. Yeah. Hello. I mean, I mean, I've heard some people, you know, and and this is people that you know were in Germany said we, we never saw things like like that as bad as what we're going on right now. And these people survived Germany. Yeah, the Germans Holocaust. used to line them up and shoot them. Yeah. But they, they weren't just tearing them apart while they were alive, screaming no. for mercy. And who marches in the street in support of that? That's even sicker. It's depraved, the actual acts. But supporting it is equally depraved. And what's with this love affair all of a sudden that Hamas is enjoying with worldwide support? What are we talking about? I don't care if it's the Jews, uh, the whoever. You don't do that. And the Jews have been oppressed for 5,000 years. It's a 5,000-year-old war. And nobody wants those people. Hamas was voted in by the Palestinians. So this is obviously what they chose. Those people chose them as their leaders. I do have sympathy for the innocent Palestinians, but how do you even know which ones are the innocent? I'm sure the children are, of course. But I'm talking about the adults. Who's innocent? And innocent, you see, what does innocent mean to these people? Did you, did you see their schools over there, how they train these kids? Yeah, they Have put on seen, school plays with the stabbing Jews. Yeah. I mean, they're, tra- they're trained from the babyhood right up to hate and kill Jews. Yeah, so if your kid is going to school... And you know that's what they're teaching them in school. You're part of the problem, too. You're allowing it. So there goes my sympathy out the window. And the one story about the guy who called his his father and said, put mom on the phone, I want to tell her I just killed seven Jews. And they celebrated that. So that means that the people are in support of this. And it wasn't just Hamas that was taken hostages. After they had taken hostages, civilians came through the open gate and were grabbing up people, too. 
That's probably why they can't find that baby in its parents. Because Hamas didn't have that baby, that 10-month-old baby. Someone else got that baby. If the poor thing is still alive. And they weren't treating them very well when they were holding them as hostage. As far as, you know, just food and, and hygiene. Bad enough they were raping them and torturing them, but they were barely feeding them, weren't allowing hygiene, mentally torturing them too. I'm not marching in the streets to support people like that. I'm disgusted and sickened by all of it. And then they're demanding a ceasefire. No. And those hostages, the ones that are left, they're as good as dead. Because now that the stories have gotten out about the treatment of those hostages, you know, they can't have more hostages telling their story, too, because and more love will go away. You know, but these college kids, and they fall into every fad. Every fad. They fell into the Occupy, and they fell into the Black Lives Matter, and they fell into the Antifa, and now they've fallen into the Palestinian marches. You know, whatever the flavor of the day is, they're out there marching for it. Those aren't real convictions. Those aren't serious concerns. They're just, just whatever's popular today. And they'll be marching for something else tomorrow. You know, they talk about gay rights and black rights and Palestinian rights. Uh, we're Americans. You all have the exact same rights. We don't have special rights for this group and special rights for that group. And you get your own set of rights and you get your set of rights. What is this, Oprah? You get rights and you get rights and you get rights. We all have the same rights. It's called the Bill of Rights. So no more cutouts and set-asides. Even women's rights. Remember there used to be women's rights? And they had Title IX for women so that women could play in sports because, you know, women weren't allowed to play in men's sports. Mm -hmm. So they set up all these sports just for women. And they said that they're fair and the women competed against other women. Well, now they've destroyed Title IX by letting men into the women's sports. Now, I'm not against trans. I think we even talked about that. We should set up a co-ed league for all these different sports and assign handicaps. So you can have this, you know, this many people with this much talent and weight class and, you know, whatever they can lift and things like that. And you pair them up with people who have lesser abilities then you make another team with the same kind of a setup. You know, this one, you got so many of this this ability, so many of that ability. And then you can have competitive games, like you would a, a pool league. You know, some people play pool better than others. Some are better shooters. So the better shooters, you assign them a higher number. And the lesser shooters, you give them a lesser number. And then you have a goal. Say you need 25 and you got a couple of sevens, and you got a couple of threes, and you mix up your team like that. And then you compete against the other teams. Well, I think they should set it up like that. 
and then everybody has a crack at it. It's for gays, for straights, for trans, for, you know, non-trans, for whoever. But specific women's sports should be for women to compete against other women. Otherwise, why bother having women's sports at all if you're going to let the men play in it? Just give it to the men. You know, what are women obsolete now? Well, they're 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 just keeping in line with uh, with with uh, Islam because Islam doesn't believe women have rights. That's true, and women are not allowed to play sports, and they're not allowed to drive, and they're only allowed to be brides and whatever their husband allows them to be. Mm-hmm. And they can't leave their house unless they're escorted by a male, or they take the chance of getting raped and beat in the streets. Can't show your hair. Can't show your ankles. Yeah, and that's well, who the people the, are marching in the, the streets for. So you're not showing anything. Right. And we have idiots marching in the streets for that. Because they don't have any clue what they're marching for. Well, they've never lived enough. it. They've never existed, and they don't believe it exists. you got people that don't even believe there was hostages, that that never happened. That it's all just a scam, it's a false flag, and it's some um, TV show or whatever. They said that, no, there was no hostages. Well, then you got one hell of a conspiracy going on when you got the UN there and you got the military, both sides. The Hamas military, you got the Israeli military, you involve the Egyptians and their military, you involve in the Qataris, you're involved in the UN. Yeah, and you see in the photographs and the video of the hostages being returned and the condition they're in. So yeah, that would that would be one hell of a conspiracy to put together. And all those people are gonna keep a way big cool secret that it's all fake and they're all just putting that on for show. That's really stupid. You know, it they're returning hostages. There's still hostages missing. You know, and even if it was a setup, it still happened. There's really dead people. There's really damaged hostages. There's really still hostages. There's really bombs dropping. There's really rockets that are coming out of Hamas and Hezbollah areas. And there's military strikes coming from the Israeli side in retaliation and retribution. Give them back their hostages. That would probably be a good way to get them to stop shooting and maybe agree to a ceasefire for a little while. Give them back their hostages, at least. You kill 1,400 people in the most depraved of manner, and you're still holding on to some of their people. But we're all supposed to show you love and supposed to be on the side of Hamas. Give them back their people. Then we can talk. You know, but you know a lot of those people are dead. At least give them back the bodies. Give the family some closures. You know, but don't just sit there and hold on to 125 hostages and say, oh, boo-hoo, we're victims. Israel's being mean. Get the hell out of here. Give them back their hostages and then start there. 
and, and I think that makes sense. You know, I'm not going to cry for them. Just give them back their people. It's just sickening what's happening over there. And I'm surprised that Biden hasn't put people over there to fight the Israelis. Oh, that that would be uh, that would be the ultimate. Yeah. Well, here's one thing, Joanne. We have what? the y- Yimmies, that the Yimmy uh, terrorists. You know, they yeah. were on the terror list, and day one, Biden took them off the terror list. Well, guess who's shooting at our naval forces out there in the Red Sea? This group. Yeah, the Houthis from Yemen. And what are we doing about it? Nothing. We haven't done yeah, a thing. Yeah, well, we've been attacked like 99 times now. And, and he I retaliated th- four times. One time he shot up an empty warehouse. So my question is, are, are did they want they they want our troops to get hit and then start a major war? Yes. Yes, they are willing to sacrifice American soldiers to get us in that war. Yeah, I know. Biden's been calling himself a wartime president, only we're not in a declared war. But now you got Kirby threatened, and if we don't give the Ukrainians money, he's sending them troops. Well, what are you going to send them with the troops? You're going to give them any weapons? Are you just going to, you know, let them get shot at by the Russians so you can get in a wall with Russia? Not enough money, and the Ukrainians aren't doing a good enough job, so you're going to have to send our troops over there to do it yourself? Is that what we're talking about now? I wouldn't want my kid to be in the military right now. And the illegals. You know, we don't want to train them because they'll turn them against the United States. But uh, if those people wouldn't fight for their own country, what makes think that they're going to volunteer for our military? No, that made me mad. Want to give them all amnesty? That just yeah, uh, if they join our military. Works. Well, if they're gonna join a military, how about they join their own and take their own countries back? How about we send them all back at the same time, so they show up as an army instead of filtering them in a few at a time? Send them all at once to take back their country. Got enough Venezuelans here now to take back Venezuela. Not letting the Cubans stay, though. They just grabbed up some some Cubans just outside of Miami. And they just sent them right back. Wonder why that is. Because they're conservative. And they know about communism and they know about oppression and they can recognize it here and they're warning the people here yes but we're too old enough to recognize uh, that communism is a good thing 
Yeah, communism is not a good thing. And anybody who came from a communist country was trying to tell us that right along. They've been telling us that for since I can remember. You don't want to be communist. You don't want to. You don't want to live through that because you know you can vote yourself into slavery. You can never vote yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. And we're not smart enough to know that. We've had a cushy life. We've never been faced with stuff like this, so we don't really know how to act about it. We've never been faced with an invasion, and here we are in the middle of one. When we said that it didn't matter whether or not we believed we were in a revolution, the left believed they were in a revolution. And that's all that's necessary. Whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. And here we are in a leftist revolution, and we've been invaded. And it doesn't matter if we believe that or not. The truth is, we have already been invaded, and we're being more and more invaded every day. And not only are we not doing anything about it, we can't even get people to realize what it is. Not the poor little migrant just, you know, looking to get a job picking fruit and got a couple little kids and a wife. No, that's not who's coming across the border. Those people are allowed in. Every picking season, they bring them all in. And most of them stay. But they were invited in. These people were not invited. Not by the Americans, anyhow. Joe Biden invited them. And everybody that comes across that border, they're definitely controlled because they give them a legal status, a temporary legal status, and send them on their way. So now they're not illegal anymore. Don't forget the $5,000 credit card, the free cell phone, and a ticket to go anywhere they want to go. Yeah. And that's a a greeting. It's It's like the welcome wagon. And we kick out our veterans out of their places where they're staying, and we and we kick out vets, and we put these people in. This mm-hmm. is just insane, total insanity. It's insulting. It's a slap in the face. Our government has turned against the American people. And half the they population to is us. too is too unintelligent to even realize. Yeah, but, you know, that the lack of intelligence, that's our fault, too. These kids only know what we allowed them to be taught. COVID did one thing. It awakened a lot of parents to what was being taught in those schools. Thank God for that. You know, when you're watching your kid on the computer doing its schoolwork and you're hearing about all this anti-white stuff and this gay harassment did they're literally putting the kids on the spot to label themselves are you straight are you gay are you non-binary what's a kid know about that they don't know which one to pick so whatever their friend said that's what they say too and now they're stuck with this label well what if they don't want to be that anymore you know they're literally forcing children to choose a sexuality why are they forcing that on them why are they bullying these kids 
into divulging their sexuality. It's none of the school's business what their sexuality is, first of all. It's none of anyone's business. You know, like that's like walking up to somebody and saying, I'm gay. Well, if I'm, you know, if I'm not sleeping with you, what do I give a damn what you are? Were you don't have to announce it. I don't need your pronouns. And the waiter gave you his pronouns and said he was gay? Yeah, and then my friend, I said to him, well, now that you've told me about your sex life, do you want to hear about mine? And he went, ooh. And my friend that was with me said, he didn't tell you about his sex life. I said, yes, he did. He told me he was gay. What do you think that means? And she was caught off guard. She was like, well, all right, maybe he did. Yeah, he just told me about his sex life. Like, I gave a care about her. I just wanted to come in here for a sandwich. <laughs> if you're not sleeping with me, I don't care. And all the matches and all the bullying isn't going to make me care. I don't need to know your pronouns. Your first name will do. I'll be fine with that. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and we know the rule. The first name is fine, and it's Miss Jackson if you're nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it, nobody cares what anyone else's sexuality is, but they're forcing these children to say pronouns. Tell me your pronouns. How about an adjective? Can I get a vowel? Really? Get up, get lost is the answer to that. It's none of your business. And I don't care for you to make it mine. You know, why does why does everybody in the world have to know what everybody else's sexuality is anyhow? And I'm military. Is that which you know? Is it like a dating app now? The military shouldn't you be learning how to fight and have that brotherhood, sisterhood? You know, watch each other's backs, that type of stuff. Not how well you look in a pair of stockings and a dress if you're a guy. Hmm. You know, when the general's walking around in a dress, you might have issues here, Bert. You know, it was funny when it was on MASH and it was Corporal Klinger, but it's not funny when it's reality. And you can't even ask what someone's gender is if they're coming across the border, though. You don't want to misgender them. But they're demanding children tell you what their gender is. You can't ask the illegals what their gender is, but you're demanding to know what a a school child's gender is from the child. Did you... Joanne, did you hear that they're going to now cut out uh, school lunch money for schools that don't go with this woke agenda? Now, see, that's communism. Comply or starve. Right. They're not going to feed the children if you don't bend a knee to them. And people continue to send their children to these schools. What if none of the children went to school for a while? When the teachers are on strike, the children don't go to school, right? 
and nobody says squat to them. Well, how about the parents go on strike and not send their children to school? Maybe that would create a, a different scenario. And they should only do it for one or two days. One or two days. Everybody in the country keep your kids home from school. Mm-hmm. And that will show the school who's boss. You can't teach them if they're not there. You know, 48% of the children enrolled in D.C. schools and uh, public schools are not showing up. And they don't they, even know where those still kids passing. are. Because they don't want to. I don't know. Because it's racist. Forty-eight percent of the kids are absent. Right, but the thing is, it's considered racist if you hold them back. So you you have to you have to pass them. Yo, they don't even have truant offices anymore. And now they're not even going to have lunch. Right. So you're going to expect these kids to go to school and be hungry. That sounds um, a little inhumane. Got to feed the kids. It's a sick, that's a sick world. Hey, before it gets too late here, I did have a couple of vague clips from today. I want to get them both out of the way. They're both not even a minute each. Sure, let's listen to them. All right. We're marching towards fascism under Biden. Jack Smith has subpoenaed every last retweet that someone has issued from Donald Trump in the year 2020. The only person more fascist than the Biden regime now is Nikki Haley, who thinks the government should identify every one of those individuals with an ID. That is not freedom. That is fascism. And she should come nowhere near the levers of power, let alone the White House. Yo, that is what truth looks like coming from the vague Swami, far and away the breakout star of 2024. I will go in and wreak havoc on this bureaucracy. You will see people fired, and we are going to bring a reckoning for how this government here's, handled COVID-19. Here's, 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 here's Chris, you had your chance to wax eloquent on Donald yeah, Trump. You've been doing it all this whole Why isn't he just answering the question? The question was very direct. Is he fit to be president or isn't he? The rest of the speech is interesting, but completely non-responsive. And if we were in a courtroom, they'd strike the answer and say, Governor DeSantis. No, they you're wouldn't. Smart, they would say that you're a they, smart they would man. Argue that the, no, they would. No, they wouldn't. They would Chris. strike the answer no, they because you're not answering. You just don't like. You have your. You have no. your thing. You have your thing. No, I don't have my thing. We don't. He's the thing. Is we do not want to do. You're talking that's about him being 80 years old. It doesn't mean that somebody couldn't be elected. That's Hot damn! I didn't know the GOP debate could be interesting without Donald Trump, but that was spicy. Yeah, yeah, those were the only it. two clips I was able to grab real quick here. Well, he's nailing it. He's doing a good job. All right, there might be one more if I can get it up fast enough. But go ahead, you yeah, two can have at it. Yeah, we still got time. Hey, we got good news. What is we got good news. Where our oil production is at an all-time high. Where is that coming from? That was this announced today. Um, 
U.S. oil production hits a new high. We are now producing, I think, 13.24 million barrels a day. The United we States. Got more what are we doing with it? We're certainly not refining it. We only have two refineries left. I don't know what we're doing with it, but that's why the price of oil is down. Yeah, I noticed it was 302 today. But the Saudis are threatening to declare a gas war against us. Basically, they're threatening to open all their spigots and flood the market with cheap oil to take down the United States. Mm. Well, that'll benefit us in the short run, but not in the long run. Right. The Saudis hate Joe Biden and Obama. Oh, yeah. But remember, they were in office and participant in trying to kill off the Saudi prince so that that Prince Al-Walid would have taken over the kingdom. So the Saudis will never forgive Obama, Obama or Biden. They know who's still in charge. All these leaders know who's still in charge. They just think we're too stupid to see it. And Prince Al-Walid was who floated Obama through Harvard. He got he paid his way through Harvard. Al-Walid's the one that tried to give Rudy Giuliani $10 million after 9-11, and Rudy Giuliani told him to shove it. And he ended up giving the $10 million to... Larry Summer and Elena Kagan over at Harvard University to open up that Middle Eastern studies. But then it was the problem that the king got sick and he gave it to his own son. He gave the kingdom to his own son and not his nephew, Al Walid. And that's why he tried to kill Ben Salman. And that got thwarted. And that's what happened in Las Vegas that whole shooting was about and Trump helped save Ben Salman and so did Steve Wynn they got him out of there so they will be in the good graces of the Saudis but Obama never and Biden never and whatever the Saudis can do to hurt Obama and Biden they will You notice that the Saudis won't even take Joe Biden's calls, want nothing to do with them. And any time that Joe Biden has to talk to anybody, any of the Saudis or the United Arab Emirates, they have to go through Qatar because none of them even want to speak to him. And none of those Arab countries, not Egypt or Jordan or even even Yemen, and certainly not the Saudis want to take any Palestinian refugees. You know, Egypt did take a couple that were injured and put them in hospitals in Egypt, but as soon as they were well enough to go back, they sent them back to Gaza. They don't want them. 
these people, you're right, they've been trained since birth. But I like, though, when Israel says that uh, the their highest court says, okay, well then uh, you have to, the uh, United States and, and England, you have to take these refugees. So that's, a, that's what our courts decided. Yeah, well, we don't have to take them. We already are, by the way. They're already here, too. A lot of Palestinian refugees showing up lately, but they're not coming in over the border. They're just flying them in. So we got we got one more vague clip today. Okay. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wanted to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. So do everybody a favor, just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, and get the hell out of this way. When it comes to Nikki... Sparks were flying, elbows were being thrown, jaws were being broken, and uh, I'm here for it. Wow. Oh. Wow, straight up a cut to the head. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so take yourself and just get out of here. Yeah, you don't know shit about shit. Get get lost. <laughs> That's your foreign policy experience. <laughs> uh, kids on fire. Yeah, you need that once in a while. Wake everybody up. Now, lots of people are going to say, oh, he's mean. Yeah, they said that about Trump, too, but he got stuff done. Yep, I like that kid, Vivek. And... He's got a bright future if he continues on the path he's on. I and just can't believe a- that when he goes on shows, like he's, he's been on Glenn Beck, he's, he goes on Alex Jones, he talks about the Great Reset and how he wants to, he wants to, to, to fight them. Yeah. Yep, yeah, well, he's young. 2028 is just around the corner. He's doing really good preparing the battlefield for Trump right now. He's doing a good job. He's the only one that can say he doesn't have to win to be be successful here. You're right. He doesn't have to win to beat them. He's already beaten them. And he's he's just doing a good job. We'll, We'll keep our eye on him. And his future does look bright if he continues doing like he's doing so what do we got about two more minutes uh yeah about three i guess but yeah i guess the only thing is is that all vivek is missing is the name recognition right and he does have a very interesting name it's not a name that you can say okay yeah it's common you know not like mike jones um, Marjorie Taylor Greene had some uh, outrageous stuff today, too. She was saying outrageous. Leadership is asking members of the NDAA conference to sign the 3,000-plus page conference report, which is being released behind closed doors without even getting time to read it. Speaker Johnson worked with Chuck Schumer to cut a deal that removes all abortion and trans surgery prohibitions we passed under Speaker McCarthy. It also would pass a clean FISA extension, not to mention more of your taxpayer dollars sent to Ukraine to fund the proxy war. 
no member of the NDAA conference had any influence in the process. It was done in secret meetings with no input from the conferees. Now, we're supposed to just grin and take it with no say in the final bill. Is the GOP really going to fund abortion vacations and trans surgeries, fund the Ukraine war, all with a clean Pfizer extension under Speaker Johnson? This was a total sellout of conservative principles and a huge win for Democrats. Congratulations to my colleagues on the other side of the aisle. You should all be excited to vote for this. I'm a hell no. So they just want these people to blindly sign another NDAA. It continues with the Pfizer. It affords abortion vacations for the military. It gives Ukraine more money. And nobody even knows what's in it. Nobody's read it. 3,000 pages so that no one's ever is, even looked at. So if they didn't look at it, then what did Mike Johnson negotiate to get in order to give all that up? What, what does he get out of it? Right. I'm Doesn't not even say. saying I'm not even saying what goes in his pocket. I'm saying what did the Republicans get in return? Yeah, really. What did the Democrats give up for it? Nothing. So it's just a business as usual. Business as usual. I had such high hopes for this Mike Johnson. You know, I thought he was going to be Clark Kent, Superman in disguise, but he's just a rubber stamp. Well, there was a reason why he got unanimous votes for for the Congress, for the Republicans. Yep. So they didn't want Jim Jordan for a reason. Yeah, and there's no border money in the NDAA. There's no border money no. anywhere. We've got plenty of money for Ukraine, plenty of money for Israel, plenty of money for Hamas, plenty of money for Honduras and Venezuela. No money for our border, no money for our seniors, no money for our veterans. We gave it all away. We borrowed it from China to give it away. So we owe China. All right, good night, everybody. Joe, thank you for calling in. Ruth, thank you again Bye-bye. for having me. And we'll see you all, all right, next everyone week. else. We love you, Please America. Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative. I am proof. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.